0: Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken-spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Our lives are defined by the choices that we make. The little decisions every day. And I know that experts say that you make like 3,000 decisions a day. And when I think about that, I realize I'm like most of those are unconscious decisions. Um, what do you want to eat? Am I going to eat Am I going to look left or look right? Am I going to go to the grocery store first or am I going to go to the post office first? We make these little insignificant decisions, but they actually define us. They define where we go and what we do, what we think about, what we dream about, what we, it it ultimately becomes part of who we are. And so, Today, I just wanna pose the question of what are you deciding? What choices are you making? And are you making choices consciously? Are you deciding what you want to fill your mind with? Or are you just letting the world decide for you? Are you just letting things that come up consume you? Or are you making that conscious choice To put goodness into your heart, into your mind, into your body, and into your soul. Because the choices that you make ultimately will get you the life that you want. Or at least point you in the right direction. The choices you make lead to the actions that you're going to take. The choices you make put you on a path, a trajectory that will send yourself and even your family or the people around you in a direction that could either be helpful or harmful, all because of a decision you made. So the decision that I want to ask you today is do you choose joy? Do you look at what's going on? Do you look at the circumstances? Do you look at all of your to-do list and all of your responsibilities and the requirements and expectations put on you? And do you choose joy? I have choose joy tattooed on my wrist. That is something that I did on my what would have been my husband's and my 10th wedding anniversary. And it really represents, it's just a reminder for myself, because I have to force myself to choose joy sometimes. I have to intentionally decide to look away or to tr- make a decision That takes me out of sadness or grumpiness or anger and I have to choose joy. But it wasn't until I was at Disney World and I was in line to go see the characters of Inside Out and I realized that the two characters, Joy and Sadness, were next to each other. And it hit me that choosing joy does not mean that I have to release the sadness. It means that I am choosing to focus on the good, carry the sadness. That many times in life, our lives are actually wedged in between happiness and sadness, joy and sadness. And seeing those two characters... It really brought it to life, and I actually asked them if I could get a picture of them together instead of individually, and luckily, it wasn't that crowded, so the, the lady's like, okay, and so I have a picture of me sitting in between joy and sadness, and I realized in that moment that that is what life is about. Life is about seeing the hurt in the world and carrying that and doing something about it that's within our realm, but still focusing on the joy and the goodness and the love and kindness and all of the other fruits of the spirit that God has given to each of us. And so I ask you again, what decisions are you making? What are you choosing to focus on? What are you choosing to fill your heart with? I remember that same week, uh, my son, he was probably eight, seven or eight at that time, and he was having so much fun. And then I saw him kind of start, like, I could tell that something was on his mind. And he said, Mom, I am just so happy, but it hurts at the same time. Does it go away? Now what he was referring to is we were sitting, we were at Disney World, the happiest place on earth but he was still sad because his dad was gone. Our last family vacation before Dee died was to Disneyland. And it was a great vacation. It was three days of just, well, happiness and joy at the greatest place on earth, the happiest place on earth. And we went with family and we got to experience everything the kids wanted to experience. And so he, as he's sitting at Disney World, for the first time since his dad had died, and it really was hitting him too, that at this moment, he's so happy. He gets to go on the ride, see see the characters. He gets to hang out with his cousins. But all at the same time, he has this hole that is open, that he feels deeply. And he's like, how can I hold both of these? And does it go away? And my answer was no. And you don't really want it to. But I also told him that the sadness that you feel will also not be as painful. But those are, that's the cost of love. It's the cost of missing somebody. It's the cost of losing something that was so important to you. Someone who was so important to you that you will always wish that they were there. But the fact that you identified that you're so happy, you chose to continue to smile and to embrace the experiences and to look at the positives and see what experiences, what memories you're building, that is what it's all about. So even though our lives tend to be wedged in between joy and sadness, and i think that for most people they would see they would consider the same thing that there's there's an element of sadness to almost every joyful experience and it all comes down to a choice that we make what is it worth fighting for do we fight for joy do we fight for our family do we fight for happiness do we fight for those positive lights in our life? Or do we allow darkness to consume us? And so again, what choice are you making? Now I'm going to switch gears a little bit here because the whole point of choosing joy is to, well, choose light. And this has kind of gotten a little heavier than I had originally intended. And, well, I think it's important to recognize that that you choose joy no matter what, even when things are really hard. And so what does that look like? What does that mean? And where is the example? Who do we turn to? Well, Lamentations three twenty-two to 23 says, because of the Lord's great love, you, we are not consumed. For his compassion, compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. We go to God for joy. We go to our faith. We don't have to look within ourselves because, well, a lot of times we let ourselves down. Humans let us down. But because God is great, because he is faithful and his compassions never fail, we can go to him. Even when things are tough, we can go to him for joy. Romans 8:18 8, says, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to, com- to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. The things that we go through here on earth cannot even compare to the glory and the joy that we're going to feel in heaven. And so sometimes we have to remind ourselves that we are on a broken world. We are in a broken life and there's broken people all around us. So why do we assume or why do we expect that things be happy or not be broken around us or all the time? We have to embrace that trials are here because the world is broken. But that's not where we we need to stay. That's not our ultimate goal. We are being refined. We are put in the fire for our trials. And we're supposed to consider it joy to go through the trials Because it tests our faithfulness and our obedience and our love for God, it gives us a reason to strive for joy and to when we get it, we embrace and we love it so much more. We understand it and we can grasp onto it and we don't want to let it go. If we did not suffer, then we would not know what true joy is. And so what is it? What's worth fighting for? Are you going to fight for the joy? And if you do, what is that going to look like? And I will tell you, it's it's the simple things. It is the decision that you're not going to allow fear to take hold of your heart. And if it is holding on to your heart, you're going to start to take the steps to release the grip. It is the decision that you're going to face head on the adversity you are facing and you know in your heart of hearts that you're going to get through it you're going to thrive on the other side now i know that many of you are dealing with some severe and and life threatening choices cancer and other sicknesses that you have no choice your body is going to decide whether you live or die. But no, even in that decision, when you have Christ, you thrive when you get to heaven. You'll have a perfect body, and you'll know what true joy is because of what you are going through here on Earth. And I don't want to say that, oh, everyone should feel this way. No, but what I'm just telling you is through our own trials everyone does feel this way and i know it's been said that god doesn't give you more than you can handle and i don't think that's true i think god gives you what you will handle with him what you will allow him to strengthen you and you will walk with him lean on him for survival and look to him for joy through the trial and so You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Choosing joy is not about perfection or having everything around you good. It means that you decide that no matter what in your heart, you're going to have peace and love and joy and kindness and goodness and all the things that Christ has offered you. Just because there's hard things around you you still get to choose that this moment is good. And so that's what I just want to encourage you to do. So daily we fight these battles that are within us. But then daily that gives us an opportunity to renew our mind, renew our spirit, and renew, renew our joy. So how do you do that? What are three small steps that you can take to claim and choose joy? The first one is celebrate the present. Find something something right now that you are learning or that you enjoyed about this present moment. And identify it, write it down, think about it, say it out loud, share it with a friend, share it with your kids, have, look at them. And just for a moment, celebrate who they are and the gift that they are to you. Even if they are making a mess, it's okay. Because in the long run, the mess is not gonna matter But watching them figure something out or do something that makes them happy, that is what joy is. The second one is look back at where you came from. Look back at what you've been through and smile because the hardest things that you have been through, you have overcome it. You are an overcomer. And those things that you experienced, you're still alive today to talk about it. You've been through it, and you survived, and you are thriving. So celebrate that. And then the third one is laugh. Find a way to laugh every day. This is one that I realized that I, my laugh kind of disappeared for a while. And I remember a few years ago, my son, he did something, and I... It was one of those moments, those laughs that hurt. Like you are crying and your abs were are so sore. I don't even remember what it is, but I remember him stopping and looking. And he said, mom, I really miss making you laugh. I love you. And that is what I remember from that moment. And then I decided that I'm not going to hide my laugh anymore i'm not going to avoid it and i'm going to experience just the pure joy of laughing and if you if you don't have anything to laugh about hey it's one good thing that youtube like that youtube is good for is you can find all those silly dog videos silly cat videos or the kids that are just doing those crazy things that'll give you that momentary laugh so you don't have to search hard. You just have to allow yourself to embrace all the emotions, to start to experience the joy and the laughter and the blessings while you're holding on to the sadness and realizing it's not about one or the other. It's about wedging yourself in between them and realizing that in that moment, you can experience joy. But you can also carry the sadness and the memories or the unexperienced memories with you. And by unexperienced memories, I'm talking about graduations and weddings and those watching your child get the first home run or goal and realizing that you wish that your partner was there with you to experience it. That's what I mean by unexperienced memories, because those are the things you had planned to experience together. But you can still smile at those moments and be grateful that you get to experience it. And the other part is when you do go to heaven, those are the things, those are the memories you get to take and share with your loved one and talk about all the things that you've experienced and you've been through. And you get to laugh and you get to smile. You get to make the choice to choose joy and how exciting it is that you get to make that choice, that you get to shape your life based on the decisions that you have, that you get to decide all those 3,000 decisions that you make a day. What would it look like if you took three or four of those and intentionally chose joy, intentionally decided that you are not going to be sad, that you are not going to let The environment or the external circumstances affect that moment, but you chose a different way. And if you just do that each day, and I'm not talking about the 3,000, I'm just talking about three, pick three things, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one in the evening, if you are like me and need a plan, but just intentionally choose to be happy and joyful in this moment. What would it look like? What would it look like for your family? What if you chose to do that as a family? What if you taught your kids from a young age to do that? How would that forever change their life? How would that start to affect the people around you without them even realizing it? Who knows? But wouldn't it be fun to find out? Wouldn't it be a really cool experiment to just try it for a week and see what happens. And I will tell you, it's not easy. Like especially when you are grieving and suffering. When you have to make that intentional step to choose something different to experience the the happy feelings that hurt. But what if? What if you could change one? What if you could change your entire life by choosing one decision differently what if we didn't hide from the the feeling of being stuck in between joy and sadness what if we took those as blessings and realized that that is the that's the evidence of being alive that's the evidence of loving and that is the evidence that we have so much to offer So the key to life is to live, to love God, to be kind to others, to choose joy. And you never know when someone's happiest moments are actually laced with some of their most painful ones. You never know when your happiest moments also are the ones that hurt. But I'm so thankful for the friends who I have, who allow me to be wedged into happiness and sadness, into joy and sadness at the same time, and let me talk about the good things and still talk about the sadness that goes with it. Because it's not as sad when you're not alone. When you can talk about it, and then all of a sudden those memories, those memories of those things that you haven't experienced, then they start to turn to joy because you realize that you're getting to experience them. And what a gift that is. What a gift to choose joy and to be able to, what a gift it is to be able to define our life by our choices and know that we can choose what we want. We can choose joy. So what are you gonna to do today? What are you going to do right now to choose this? What are you going to celebrate? What are you going to laugh at? Or what are you going to look back and say, yeah, I overcame that. I might just be a little more awesome right now than I was five minutes ago. And then claim it. I really hope that you took something away today and that you have a smile on your face and realize that just one decision can change your life. One intentional decision can change your atmosphere and your environment and your relationships. It's worth it to fight for that. It's worth it to claw your way to joy. And each day that you do it, it becomes easier and easier and you start to see more and more around you. Thank you so much for choosing this and being brave to decide right now that you're going to do one thing today. I would love to know what it is. Send me a DM, I'm, I'll put on Facebook and Instagram a, a post and you can add them there. Like what's the one thing today you're gonna do to celebrate or to, to choose joy? Don't wait for these opportunities to come to you. Search for them, find them. There is hope in every situation. There is hope in every story. Hey friend, I hope you loved today's episode. I hope you start to claim the confidence to walk in a judgment-free zone as you continue this healing journey. Now I wanna invite you to look into working with me. I'm a full-time restoration and confidence coach with a background in marriage and family therapy. And not only that, but friend, I've walked it. As you heard in my story, I've experienced grief loss, pain, feeling stuck. I've had the desire to break free from the fog and rise up again after the hurt, after the pain, and move out of the grief cycle to begin to wake up with purpose again and live a life of meaning, and kind of rediscover who I was before the grief while I was uncovering who I'm becoming. And I have been called to help you with the same thing. So if you feel you're ready to step back into the light, wash away the old, not forgetting the past, but stepping into a new position of purpose, confidence, and identity, I would love to be your coach and mentor through the process. I only take a few clients each month and would love to get you on the calendar to help you navigate this journey. Email me at Tammy at TammyMarieCoaching.com. Until then, I'll meet you here next week with another awesome topic to help you claim the life that you desire. Don't forget to take a screenshot, tag me, share on Facebook and Instagram, and please share this with another broken-spirited mom who is in need of some soul restoration. Don't forget to rate and review and until next time take a deep breath that know there is hope bye friend